Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. I saw a clip last night. It was actually Vincent, former co-host here, uh, who's continued, by the way, doing his own show on DLive like three times a week now. Oh, awesome. Uh, And he's always collecting interesting video clips. And he shared this one with me. And I don't know if you've heard this one yet. But it uh, apparently was an interview on ABC News with this Dr. Fauci guy. I guess he's like some top bigwig with the federal government, some kind of doctor. I like how in touch you are with what's going on in the country. So I don't care who these politicians are. Really, they mean nothing to me. I understand. I've heard his name here and there with this whole COVID thing. Yeah, it's really hard to dodge this particular name. Uh, He's been integral within the Trump administration. The Trump Trump administration's been trying to sort of – you know, control what he says and can't do that very well. And he's been trying to, you know, encourage lots of rules. I think now he's saying that people should wear goggles. That's what I've got tonight, as a matter of fact. Here he is. Eye protection is recommended. You know, it might. I mean, if you really want perfect protection of your mucosal surfaces, just for your 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 audience, Jen, as you very well know, you have mucosa in the nose, mucosa in the mouth, but you also have mucosa in the eye. And that's one of the things that, you know, theoretically you should protect all the mucosal surfaces. So if you have goggles or an eye fa- or an eye shield, you should use it. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's not universally recommended, but if you really want to be complete, you should probably use it. You're not causing them to catch the disease by standing within six feet of them. It's when you're face to face that you want six feet in between because mm-hmm. then the spittle you know, falls to the ground as opposed mm-hmm. to anything else, especially outside. I mean, literally, people. I mean, seriously. At this point, you're talking about good luck me- methods. You're talking about the, the, the equivalent of crossing yourself. It's nothing to it. Most of this stuff is just in your head. Yes, yeah. I do think it's a good idea to wear masks indoors. But outside... I don't think so. It's, it's ridiculous. The it's reason you don't want to wear paranoia. masks... And no, no one was wearing masks during flu season over the entire That's entirety true. of our lives. That's true. No one was wearing they masks were doing when it, they had a cold. They weren't doing it in America. They were doing it in Asia. Yeah. And, now, and if it's something you want to do on your own because you're sick and you want to prevent other people from being sick and you got to go out, fine, whatever. Do what well, you want. The problem with it's this fine. virus is you don't know when you're uh, – you, at least five days, you don't know when if you've got it or not. Yeah, well, I don't care. I know. Okay. Uh, if you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it. If not, then you know. If you don't want to get it, then go ahead and quarantine yourself and make sure you stay away from any human contact whatsoever, and see if you don't go insane uh, as a result of that. Because you know, people are kind of social animals, and they are really kind of supposed to be together and help each other out, and you know. We're not supposed to be alone, but that's what they're trying to encourage people to do is to completely shut themselves off from other human beings now by wearing goggles. Chris Wade, who's our Friday night uh, co-host, I think he's I think he's back this week. He was out last week, but he just he doesn't really understand why people are so critical of the masks, at least within our little group of activist types. It's seems like most of us are are firmly against the masks i would say you and chris are sort of in the uh the out group of being in favor uh of the masks and he just couldn't really understand why people consider this to be so important well number one this is an area where we have had freedom and now they're trying to take it away so for instance there's a lot of places where they've already taken away freedom for generations so he brought up like some wearing examples. pants 
he brought up some some examples like uh, driver's licensing, putting government plates on your car, these things that everybody just sort of does out of habit because that's the way it's always been, at least in our lifetimes. Well, if they were trying to impose something like that upon us now, like they do frequently with like internet crackdowns, well, we oppose you those things. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do the thing that um – you know, the, you wouldn't want to do the thing because, or at least do it so often, because you would want to flex your freedom muscles. If you don't flex your freedom muscles, you don't get to keep them. Now, the the thing is, is that they, that the government has gotten really the people in the government, the uh, you know the the most successful organized crime syndicate in a given geographic area. Those people have gotten to be very successful at passing sort of mandates. Now, I mean, the government gang has been intrusive in so many different ways. They intrude into your finances. They intrude into your business. They intrude into your personal life as far as, you know, your relationships, your children, families. There's all kinds of government intrusions into our life. But one of the things that, at least in the United States, that has been left alone is you can generally adorn yourself with the things you want to adorn yourself with you want to have a tattoo you want to put a you know piercing through your ears you want to have a t-shirt that has an offensive word on it most of the time that's going to be protected uh by you know the first amendment freedom of speech that whole idea and that's good we want to have the ability for people to express themselves the freedom of speech is an important thing to keep safe this is the government telling you what to wear. So instead of telling you, hey, you can't wear that shirt with the middle finger on it, or you can't wear that shirt that says F the police uh, on it, or whatever they might have said at some point in the past right. to some people. This happens. This has happened. That used to be one. Yep. Uh, but now they're saying this is what you must wear. So they're mandating a specific form of adornment on one's body. And so it's just on that basis alone, it's a fundamental violation of your right to decide who you are and how you express yourself. I have some good news. I Ooh. am no longer a criminal in the eyes of the state. So after <laughs> wow. eight years, yeah, it's true. I, uh, All you I, had to do was pay him off, right? Well, and file <laughs> some paperwork and wait for some time and, and be on good behavior, not have any arrests. And yeah. I just wanted to let people know that this is possible. I did it myself. Mm. I didn't hire an attorney. I um, I was arrested several times. I was charged with about 16 crimes. They were on my record. So was my jail time. Victimless crimes, I'd like to difficult. add. Victimless crimes. Yeah. It's you an important distinction yeah, to make. You didn't but, hurt anyone. Um, yeah, no, of course. And um, people can see all my crimes. They were recorded on, on yeah. video at VictimlessCrimesFree.com. It's an entertaining movie, 90 minutes. It sure free. is. And yeah. you can see it at, and, on YouTube at Victimless Crime Spree, you know. And like, that's the only evidence left of these uh, so-called crimes. They've been uh, wiped off your record now. Right, because there's this weird legal fiction. So once what's called an annulment happens where a judge stamps a piece of paper and says, you know, wipe this off this guy's record. And then you pay the state police and they do the job of actually wiping it off. Um, that then it's, it's expunged. Just you know, people look at a record and they usually don't ask questions about it, right? They'll just see a charge and they'll say, Oh, well, this person's trouble. And they don't want to hear an explanation. It's just, they just write you off based on what your record says. Yeah, well, I'll bet a lot of your listeners out there do have charges that can be wiped off the books completely, mm -hmm. and I think it would benefit them to try. 
You do want to take a, you know, make sure, even though you did this without an attorney, there are potential issues that could arise. It sounds like you encountered some at least somewhat friendly bureaucrats who were somewhat helpful with your process. That did happen with me as well. One of the first bureaucrats who uh, he works at the probation department, he called me up and said, hey, you know, if you put if you go through with this, there's a chance that the court could rule against it. And then you can't file for two more years uh, after that. So there is a penalty if if you kind of screw up some sort of aspects of this. But as long as you're filing the paperwork after the time window has expired, it's a seems like a pretty safe thing to do. So you do need to do your research and try to read. I know it's frustrating, but try to read the government statutes that apply to find out. You know, first you got to figure out what your charges are, and then you got to figure out how long the window of time is that you have to wait past before you can file these things. So there are or, some steps you got to take, or you can go talk to three attorneys and get three quotes on mm -hmm. what they would charge to do this paperwork themselves. Libertarian activist Derek. Freeman chronicles his, his arrest and incarceration for five crimes, uh, videoing police, dancing in public, in a public place, smoking cannabis, wearing a hat in court and riding a bike. Yep. And it's, it's kind of interesting because, you know, he says that he realized that the problem wasn't those on high. It was the people that like me down low. The problem wasn't the chain of command, but the chain of obedience. Mm. And, you know, those are some very powerful, that's a, some very powerful words. And I totally yeah. agree with Derek and I really support his, his cause after looking into it here. And I just wanted to kind of voice that. And, um, you know, I mean, thank you guys for always letting me come on, but, um, so you haven't uh, seen the movie. You haven't seen Victimless Crime Spree? I, I've heard of it, actually. Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten a chance to watch the whole thing on YouTube. I'm going to, but I just wanted to kind of uh, echo that sentiment of um, really supporting him. And, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate what he his his kind of his mission so well thank you I, i'm sure i mean I, I can't speak on his behalf but as the producer of the film i would say <laughs> thank you for that i definitely appreciate it mike it's been less than two weeks since miami-dade county announced it would be fining people for not wearing masks in public already florida media outlets are filled with stories of people cited for wearing masks improperly lowering their masks to sip a drink or removing their face coverings once outside of a store which see that happening all the time yeah, that's here. what i do on I Thursday, take it off. The Miami Herald reported the Miami-Dade Police Department has issued 162 citations for violating the county's mandatory mask ordinance, which comes with a $100 penalty. That's a nice amount of money right there, huh? $16,000 right there for the Miami Police Department. That'll help cover those cops' costs. And $16,000 is not much for a cop. I mean, that's barely covering a month's pay one, and benefits. Well, they're still they're still taxing people for that, so that's it's over and above what they already have coming in. You know, they're 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 paid fine, right? Like they're not going to go short on pay. They're they're taxing people with property and other things, sales tax uh, for that down in Miami. So this is over and above that. It it, it uh, allow them Let's to reoutfit a, a a cop cruiser, uh, Mask Force One. One woman, Joanna Gianni, says she removed her mask in the parking lot of a Publix grocery store in North Miami Beach when a police officer approached her and wrote her a ticket for not wearing a mask. Gianni told the Herald the parking lot was nearly empty that she felt like she was set up by the police. She's not the only one. The ABC affiliate Local 10 reported Dean Gonzalez was fined while leaving in North Miami Beach Publix because his mask didn't cover his nose. Somebody was asking me off the air today about, well, you know, why, why are you guys, why are you libertarians focusing on these masks? Aren't there other things that uh, you should be focusing on? It's like, well... For a while, they were telling people they couldn't get together in groups of more than uh, 10 
And in some places, it was you couldn't get together with anyone at all. But they, at the very least in New Hampshire, that has been backed off upon. Now, it's not true in other places. Some places, I believe, still have those restrictions in place. Yeah, I know Nevada recently uh, had... I believe it was the United States Supreme Court that upheld the ruling that they that churches couldn't have more than 50 people in them. Wow. Um, which, to me, outrageous. I just got to say, ladies and gentlemen, it's not that I agree or disagree. It's that defying a government order in order to go to church sounds like the most American thing you can possibly do. I'm not yeah. advocating for people breaking the law. I am. I'm going to go ahead and advocate for it. But because I'm good people break bad laws. That any cop that would would cite somebody or attempt to stop them from going to church sounds to me like a red coat. You know, the fact that courts are backing this up in the just flies right in the face of the Constitution. Not that anyone cares anymore. I mean... It's obviously, you know, it's clear that no one really pays attention to what this thing says unless it happens to suit them uh, in the moment and they can pander to it. We don't know what's going to happen in the um, in the long term Mm -hmm. as far as this goes, because remember, uh, the United States government, its uh, subsidiary states and its local uh, municipalities and uh, put America on house arrest without granting habeas corpus. Mm -hmm. Sure. And. Maybe you can't we'll even say, go into a courtroom. Maybe they'll say that that's uh, you know it was a you know it was a public emergency and we had to do it, and maybe they'll say nope, you can't do this anymore. And I don't know. I presume they'll say so, you can do some and you can't do another. And I'm curious, but I I would bet that Americans' freedoms have shrank in this amount of time. Yeah, a sharply divided United States Supreme Court denied a rural Nevada church's request late Friday to strike down an uh, as unconstitutionally fifty person cap on worship services as part of the state's ongoing response to uh, coronavirus. So, United States Supreme Court. Wow. That's it. That's the end of the rule, ladies and gentlemen. Now, according to the uh, organization that has appellate jurisdiction over the Constitution, the governor, I guess, of Nevada can... uh, Put a cap on how many people can be at your church at any given time. Yeah, I wanted to do a little update on COVID-19. Um, being in the medical field, we got a little bit of inside information. Mm-hmm. And um, Turns out it's a pandemic. Yeah, it sure seems like something's <laughs> going on. Uh, they got hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc is a well-known uh, treatment option that seems to be very effective, and it's very cheap, and it's being used all over the world. However, of course, our government and the media, for whatever reason, have decided to try and torpedo this treatment and try and say that it doesn't work and try and say that there's all kinds of risk of using these medic- medicines. And these are all things that are generic They've been used for other diseases and other uh, treatment options. Do you think that's because they want to promote some new fangled drug that's patented and protected and expensive, you know, instead of these generics that are relatively easy to come across and relatively cheap? Bingo. Mm -hmm. I think it's because uh, Donald Trump said the word hydroxychloroquine. I think that's, uh, by and large, at this point, everything's a political football. So normally you have, we go to see your doctor, your doctor diagnoses your condition, and then 
depending on your physical uh, ability to tolerate certain drugs, they then find the drugs that hopefully will be the best ones to treat you. Well, now they're taking those drugs out of the quiver, saying you're not allowed to use those, and if you do, you might lose your medical license. And that is criminal, because those drugs, there's nothing wrong with those drugs. They're, they've like so I say, hold on. Has that happened? Have they actually years. have they actually pulled a doctor's medical licenses for prescribing these other generics? It's too new. It's too soon to find out if they're going to do that. But mm. the threat the threat is there. The we have seen exists. stories that Twitter and YouTube have been taking down videos of doctors who have been questioning the official line on COVID. Have you heard about well, that? Yes, there was that. There was that uh, uh, news conference where mm-hmm. all these uh, like a handful of doctors like six or eight doctors stood on the steps of the supreme court and gave their testimony as to how many patients they've treated and how many have died this one lady got up there and uh, you know this lady is a little bit of a kook you know she's got some religious extreme mm-hmm. religious beliefs but that doesn't mean that she's not a doctor who's treated patients right. who has very valuable information memmis 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 over on our twitch chat says i really hope more people are listening to the science on covid and not random twitch slash youtube channels facebook posts and politicians well what is the science on covid is it only the scientists who work for the government the people who are part of the medical establishment who you consider to be quote the science or is it possible that other doctors can have a valid opinion and even people who aren't doctors can have a valid researched opinion that may actually differ from the people in government could that be considered science too i would say yes it is because the idea as i understand it behind science is that you put forward your hypothesis and you then it's theorize over, and then yeah. battered and beaten and over the course to, of many many yeah. months and certain and, and, and likely years they try to find the holes in it they find out what's wrong with it they try to break it down and disprove it right so um whenever somebody says the science is settled just go ahead and throw that right out because it's garbage i think there's things that you can say the science is settled on then it's but not one of science them isn't covid19 it's not science right then. i mean because what they're trying to say is the facts and if we know anything from march of 2020 the facts aren't settled we don't know if you just think back a few weeks ago what we thought about this virus it just keeps changing over time if what you thought was what the government told you then you weren't really thinking at all so what we were told in march is you better get your butt inside or we're gonna arrest you right and we went out here in Keene, New Hampshire. Yeah, uh, you did. That's fine. Um, they can go but, pound sand. What I'm saying is, is that now in Miami, at this point, the most restrictive metro in the United States, they're handing out hundred dollar tickets mm-hmm. for not wearing the magic fabric over your face. Okay, in the way that they prescribe and that sort of thing. Wearing the magic fabric, I think you would agree, is superior to being locked in your house. Right? They're both bad. I'm not saying that they're not both bad. Uh, there are restrictions on your freedom. But I would rather, if I need to, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, put magic fabric over my face and go, be able to go wherever I go. And I would prefer that over house arrest, which is what we had going on previously. 
I see the argument. So all I'm I saying is, is that America is sick and tired of these restrictions and will be sick. Like, the is that more true, though? Because that's not what the numbers it. are showing. Okay, so look, I mean, there's the reality of we live in New Hampshire, yep. which is one of the more I'm sane I'm not talking places. about New Hampshire. I'm okay. talking about Miami, the most restrictive metro in the United States. I understand. They are not locking you're people, people down. Are sick. You're saying people are sick of it. But yet, the uh, again, you can't necessarily believe the polls, but it's something that we can report on. We can see these numbers are coming in. I think though that one of the more recent polls said it was 75% of Americans support the, the mask mandates. I just wanted to talk about uh, Garrett Foster. Um, he's the uh, libertarian activist that was murdered at a uh, Black Lives Matter protest in Austin uh, Ooh, okay. about a week ago. So I have not seen video of this uh, this alleged incident from what I've heard, I've heard two different stories. I've heard one that this guy had a uh, an AK-47 that he was carrying. He had a like paraplegic girlfriend who was in a wheelchair or some sort of device that somebody was driving in a way that appeared to be a threat to his girlfriend, and he pulled his gun up and leveled it at the car, and the one of the occupants of the car fired a gun at him, killing him. Another person said that he, his girlfriend wasn't in uh, any jeopardy and that this guy just pulled a gun on a car, which makes no sense whatsoever. Why would you know, somebody who is you know, a weapons user, usually they're fairly responsible with their weapons, pull a gun on a car? Uh, what is your opinion about what happened there? Um, so I've watched a couple of different videos and, you know, analyzed photos and all that stuff. And I'm no crime scene expert or anything of that nature. But um you know, from what I've seen, it, it doesn't appear, or at least it's not uh, evident, that his girlfriend was in any sort of danger. If somebody is both a racist and a Marxist and is attending a rally of racists and Marxists, they still have the right to bear arms in the United States. Because sure. if you don't allow people to carry guns uh, that you disagree with, then they won't. Al- then you won't be allowed to carry one- carry them anyway. So I think that the certain instance here with Garrett is worth investigating. Dunk? So can I ask you, Mark, um, yep. how do you feel about Dr. Joe Jorgensen um, tweeting out, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter and that it's not enough to be passively uh, not racist, but we must be actively anti-racist? Um, do you that do you think that she's a Marxist? Because that's an accusation that I see getting thrown around a lot. I don't think she's what, a Marxist. Uh, no, as well. I, I don't think she's Marxist. No, I think that um, there is, you know, there's verbiage that people are saying now in order to be included and paid attention to. And, um, you know, that's part of that verbiage. I disagree. She, by the way, went to uh, one of the rallies while she was here in New Hampshire. So it's not like she's she's just saying a thing. She yep. actually did go uh, to the Manchester Park rally that they had there. Okay. And by the way, the guy who was organizing the black, what was purported to be a Black Lives Matter rally here in Keene, New Hampshire, which was the largest rally I've ever seen in Keene. It was incredibly well attended. I would say 500 people packed a very small park in the center of town here. How horrible would it be? Can you imagine if you receive a call from the IRS or the Social Security Administration And they tell you, you need to send us thousands of dollars right now 
or the police are coming to get you. There's a warrant for your arrest. I've had that call. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, there's all scammers that do it all the time. That's what he's. Ta- <laughs> I suspect that's what he's talking about because usually the, that doesn't happen in reality with the actual IRS. They don't behave like that. No, they never do. I want every listener to know or anyone in your life, if they ever come to you and say, I got a call from the Social Security Administration or the IRS, that is not a real call. That Mm -hmm. is a scammer. Did this happen to you, Stephen? What made you want to call in about this? Well, I've received this call before, but this happened to someone in my business that was really rather sad and disappointing. This man, he... He received a call from what he thought was the Social Security Administration mm-hmm. telling them, him that his his account was insecure and he needed to send them several thousand dollars. And so uh, according to his story, he came into my business because he wanted to use my Bitcoin machines to send mm. several thousand dollars to wow. this scammer. And, and you caught it. You You figured it out somehow. He had already sent... Several thousand of gift cards. Here's some news that is pretty disturbing, although it shouldn't be a surprise. It's about the government court system here in New Hampshire, and I'm sure other court systems across the United States are experiencing a similar, shall we say, reorganization. Things are not going to look as they looked previously. If you've ever been into a courthouse, and if you haven't, you're lucky. Okay, because these are terrible (laughs) places to visit. They really aren't much fun. Uh, They're dangerous. There's a and I don't mean by because there's actual like violent criminals around. I mean because the government goons are violent and will lose their minds. The gentleman who was on the air with us a couple nights ago, Carlos, had gone into the courthouse here. He's been going into local government offices and conducting what he calls First Amendment checks on them to see if they'll flip out on him for having like a video camera and asking questions. Uh, And of course. If you go into the courthouse, they flip out on you for having a video camera. So hopefully he'll post his video online. Uh, First Amendment up, checks. Yeah, they ended up threatening him with arrest, of course. And uh, so they're not a friendly, not a friendly bunch. It's not a place where you really want to spend any time if you can avoid it. However, I'm the kind of guy who spends a lot of time in courthouses, not because I'm on trial, although that's happened a handful of times uh, myself, but because my friends will be on trial and I want to record video. Attendance in the courtroom will be limited to about 25 people. Now, if you've been in this courtroom before, normally there's probably on the low side, 100 people that could fit in all the pews. Yeah. Maybe 150 to 180, I think. I think I recall seeing the maximum capacity sign on the wall, and I feel like it's like the 180, 150 range. So there's usually at least 100 plus people that can watch these trials, should they wish to That's do that. That's based on square footage, and a lot of the square footage is used up by just the tables and the judge's bench and that sort of thing. Sure, but there's at least six rows of yes. large, long, yep. lengthy pews sitting in there on two yep. sides of the room. So there's plenty of room. Well, now all that is gone. They're uh, going to be putting the jury in those pews, seating them away from one another. So the average member of the public who might want to go and watch the so-called justice system's gears turn, how awful and it and just oppressive it is, they want right. to see that happen in real life, good luck getting in because they're going to limit to about 25 people, 14 of which are the jurors because there's 12 jurors and then two alternates. Okay. So now you're down to 11 people. Right, so 25 minus 14, there's 11 left. But it also includes all the other trial participants, all of whom are required to wear masks and maintain social distancing. So the attorneys, the defendant, the judge, the bailiff or bailiffs in there. 
You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.